0: Thank you for joining me for today's Beastwatch News Update, news from the internet's most comprehensive Bible prophecy news website, beastwatchnews.com. I'm Kimberly Rogers Brown. The globalist love, the color green, All this greenness has led to a green revolution with a green mark which marks those who are in agreement with the green revolution, the Great Resetters' Great Reset. Their global United Nations empire has a green frog as its symbol for pushing its green agenda. China's Maoist dragon government is the UN's government of choice, which has the frog as its symbol. And Bill Gates is the ever-friendly Kermit of the now-grown Muppets generation. It's going to turn out that green will take on an entirely different connotation for the Earth's population. Green will become the new red blood. Revelation 9 3 and 4 says, And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and to them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded to them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, nor any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men, which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. The covid inoculation, the piercing, both draws blood, and poisons it. The green globalists are using the COVID piercing to target specific ethnicities and particular age groups. The first for death and the latter for sterilization. Did you ever wonder how each generation got named Naming the generations started with the American baby boomers born between 1946 and 1964 as an age bracket identifier for marketing and advertising to specific age groups. We have had Gen X, also called Millennials, born between 1965 and 1980, Gen Y, born between 1981 and 1995, and now Gen Z, born from 1996 to the present. That last generation is also called Post-Millennials. Did those last two generations, the millennials and post-millennials, give you a clue to the great resetter globalists' agenda for age groups? Does that give you the idea that there is an agenda behind these generational monikers? As in which generation the globalists want to get rid of and which to keep in their COVID depopulation program? Boomers are the dying generation, helped along by spike proteins that bring an untimely death by affecting the body's weakest and most diseased systems. Millennials are next. Their bodies are even more whacked than baby boomers from all the chemicals pharmaceuticals and high sugar and high fructose corn syrup diets in the West these are the generations the baby boomers and millennials that need to die why they have outlived their consumer usefulness and are now considered useless eaters who are the least likely to die from the COVID bioweapon The post-millennials, the youngest of America's generations. The Wuhan virus doesn't affect them like it does older, unhealthy people. No, for them it takes a vaccine, a piercing that can cause reproductive trouble. Women and men are presenting in doctor offices with problems relating to reproductive health. For now, the idea is no more American babies, or so it would seem. So, for the time being, the Wuhan virus and its subsequent inoculations brings two destinies for Americans, depending on your age, death or reproductive troubles, but death for the younger American generation could be coming if what is happening in India and Brazil shows us the pattern there is another population that is now in the Wuhan bioweapon Viruses crosshairs, India. The entire population of India is a target for mass extermination. So Indians must die. You know, Americans, older Americans, useless eaters, Americans, you know, they have to die. And now Indians must die. of deaths in India is in the over 45 age bracket, which means that 12% under 45 are dying, and that is higher than the first wave of Wuhan virus in the countries of India, Brazil, and Indonesia. The variants are now beginning to kill children. India has recorded 26 million COVID-19 cases, second only to the U.S. It is now the epicenter, the new epicenter of the global pandemic. India has over 300,000 new cases of the Wuhan virus variant every day. The Wuhan virus factor for India is important to understand in what I'm telling you today. China hates India. China and India have millennia of history of wars between them. In our generation, there have been four wars since 1962. And there is a tenuous Sino-India treaty between them, but India treads lightly around the Chinese, Now that we know bioweapons can target specific populations, do we dare to consider that the Indian variant of COVID was designed to target Indians? Somebody should get to the bottom of this India's second wave. It says here in the Sunday Guardian, it is entirely possible China released another pathogen, says Gordon Chang in the Sunday Guardian on May 22nd, 21. The Sunday Guardian is launching a new series, Indo-Pacific, behind the headlines, in which they interview top experts on the Indo-Pacific about some of the deeper trends in the region. The first interview in the series is with the profoundly experienced and knowledgeable American writer and commentator Gordon Chang, author of The Great U.S.-China Tech War, Losing South Korea Nuclear Showdown. North Korea takes on the world and the coming collapse of China. The question is, what does the pandemic tell us about China? The answer, by Gordon Chang, is the pandemic reveals, once again, the maliciousness of China's Communist Party. Whether or not COVID-19 started out as a biological weapon, China turned it into one. For at least five weeks, and perhaps longer, Chinese officials knew this disease was highly contagious, but tried to convince the world it was not. At the same time, Xi Jinping was pressuring countries not to impose travel restrictions and quarantines on arrivals from China, while at the same time locking down his own country. By locking down his own country, he must have thought he was stopping the disease from spreading, which means he must have thought he was spreading the disease internationally by pressuring others to accept passengers from China. This means Xi Jinping knew, or had to know, he was turning an epidemic in the central part of China into a global pandemic. That was intentional, which makes Xi's actions murder, actually genocide, and because 3.4 million people have so far died, this was mass murder also known as genocide. So the next question is, what do you think about India's second wave, the wave that's killing even children? The answer is, by Gordon Chang, is the double mutant strain natural? Somebody should be getting to the bottom of this. China's leaders have already committed mass murder so it is entirely possible they released another pathogen America, he says, is not the only country at risk in general, democratic states are an existential rather threat to China India is the largest democracy so of course the Chinese are attacking it India is as much at risk as we are says Chang America and India China's two biggest pains in the butt the coronavirus is not the deadly killer It is the inoculations that create the variants, which then become the deadly killers, according to Nobel laureate Luc Montagnier. It is probable, though, that China deliberately released a specific Wuhan virus into the Indian population that makes a more deadly variant to target them. In other words, because the shots create the variants, those variants made good cover for China to release their bioweaponized India-specific Wuhan virus and then call it the Indian variant, which they claim happened by chance. And just like the Chinese want to destroy Americans, they may have developed this specific variant to start depopulating India. By the way, the mainstream media is all over Montanier's statement to debunk it. However, Montanier is the expert. He is a Nobel laureate for having discovered the HIV virus. But he is hated because he is a dreaded anti-vaxxer. So we mustn't listen to him. So did China release different variations into different populations? Well, let's go back to the Sunday Guardian. Here's another question. What is the goal of Xi Jinping? The answer by Gordon Chang is China under Xi Jinping has just attacked every other nation so every other nation should be working together Xi throughout this century has raised the imagery of the mandate of heaven to rule all Xianxia all under heaven that's what it means in Chinese he believes therefore he is the only legitimate sovereign in the world. His subordinates openly talk about this. Let's be clear, says Chang, she is trying to overthrow the current Westphalian international system of sovereign states. So yes, he views Americans and Indians as subjects, and he views Americans As enemies. In May 2019, the Communist Party's People's Daily newspaper, the most authoritative publication in China, carried a piece declaring a People's War on America. That is more than just a hint about how China's communists feel about us. We should start listening to what they're saying. Then he follows up and says, We Americans are often oblivious, ignoring the warnings of enemies. Stop, Mr. Chang. Americans may be ignoring the warnings, but it is the presidents who know what is happening. And this current one is colluding with the Chinese to drop America to its knees. So the United Nations' preferred form of government, the Maoist Chinese Communism, can take over, and the last president was trying to bring in a competing form of communism the Bolshevik, Kabbalistic kind either way, Satan does not want, nor will he tolerate a government of the people, by the people, and for the people no, for Satan, the only kind of government is the one that makes him God God isaiah fourteen twelve How are you fallen from heaven, O oh, Lucifer, Son of the morning, How are you cut down to the ground which did weaken the nations? For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. In the final analysis, what this is all about is Satan using China and the UN to do his bidding, and his servants, the globalists, are carrying out his orders. Let me draw your attention to an article I published on November 5, 2020, titled, Toward 2025, America's Choice. In it, I revealed who the globalists planned to exterminate. The depopulation in America had been published in 2008 at the start of Barack Obama's usurpation of the White House, although Deagle.com was first published in 2003. The plan showed that America would be depopulated from 326 million to 99 million, a 70% decrease in population. But India maintained its population in Deagle's forecast, and this is another area where China's plans divert from America's. India is an enemy of China and an ally of the United States and let me explain that Deagle.com has now removed its depopulation projections in that same report though I quoted from Cognizant.com After the coronavirus global pandemic, the world will be quite different. Whether the current lockdown lasts weeks or months, heaven help us, years, very little will remain unchanged by COVID-19. So now we know who has to die from the bioweapon. Specific aged populations of Americans and Indians Other populations that will die along with these are the other westernized Ephraimite nations, Australia, and particularly Europeans. Targeted for death and or non-reproduction are the young generations in both the westernized nations and India the three highest death statistics from the Wuhan virus by country are the USA Brazil and India and I have not said anything so far about Brazil however there is a huge ancient Israelite and modern Jewish population there which also needs to go away even though Israel's China relations seem to be going well at this point The book of Revelation tells us that the dragon will turn on the Judeo-Christian beast and mystery Babylon. What the world is experiencing now is a condition of the tribulation. According to the book of Revelation chapter 9 bioweaponized horse-like creatures wearing breastplates and coronas or crowns will be one of the first situations to arise and bring about the seven-year tribulation. The horse and rider of Revelation 6-2 rides out wearing a fabric a toxon in Greek and it's translated as bow, it's Strong's G 5115, and it comes from the word tic which means uh, it is a primary word according to Strong's, which means to produce from seed as a mother, a plant the earth, etc. Um, it's literal and figurative it means to bear, to be born to bring forth, be delivered, and be in travail. Let me just uh, submit something to you regarding this It's some kind of fabric that causes something to be brought forth, you know, like the kingdom in Revelation 12.5, the man-child, in travail, after which there will be deliverance. These are all contained in toxins, root word, ticto. And how about a mask? A mask, that fabric a mask to try to ward off those crown and breastplate wearing bioweaponized horses. I have written about this in other articles. You can also click on another link I've underlined for you. Did you notice though how close the Greek word toxon is to toxic and TikTok is to China's social media platform TikTok? I don't think these are just plays on words. This is hidden information from Yahweh about this situation, which is toxic and connected to China. Cognizant was right. Nothing will ever be the same again. A whole lot of people are going to die and a remnant will be delivered. Tick-toe. The remnant will be safe and saved in the place prepared for Yahweh's people. There will be other events like war and natural disasters. Pestilence is not the only contributor to the 90% of the earth's population that will die by the end of the seven-year tribulation. Have you ever wondered what will be done with all the bodies? Well, here's a possibility... A Guardian article from October 5, 2019 had this to say about what is happening to the USA's food supply. Listen to see how this gets connected to death. The article says, by some estimates, Americans send about 300 million pounds of feces daily from the nation's toilets to wastewater treatment plants. While the water is cleaned and discharged, the remaining toxic sewage sludge stays at the treatment plant, and it's what Sierra Club environmentalist Nancy Rain calls the most pollutant-rich man-made substance. On Earth. This biosolid sludge is expensive to dispose of because it must be landfilled. But the waste management industry is increasingly using a money making alternative, repackaging the sludge as fertilizer and injecting it into the nation's food chain now the practice is behind a growing number of public health problems spreading pollutant filled biosolids on farmland is making people sick, contaminating drinking water and filling crops livestock and humans with everything from pharmaceuticals to PFAS that's per and polyfluoroalkyl substances NPR says PFAS are resistant to water, oil, and heat and their use has expanded rapidly since they were developed by companies in the mid-20th century. Today, PFAS's non-stick qualities make them useful in products as diverse as food wrappers, umbrellas, tents, carpets, and firefighting foam. The chemicals are also used in the manufacture of plastic and rubber and an insulation for wiring. We're finding them contaminating many rivers, many lakes, many drinking water supplies, says Linda Birnbaum, director of the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences and the National Toxicology Program. Toxon! And we're finding them not only in the environment, but we're finding them in people. The Guardian further states... In 2019, about 60% of sewage sludge produced by treatment facilities will be spread on farmland and gardens, as well as schoolyards and lawns. Sludge holds nitrogen and phosphorus and other nutrients that help crops grow, so the waste management industry lightly treats it and sells it cheaply to farmers who view it as a cost-saving product. But in fact the excrement from which sludge sludge rather derives has mixed with any number of 80,000 man-made chemicals that are discharged from industry's pipes or otherwise pumped into the sewer system. By the time the mix lands in treatment plants, it can team with pharmaceuticals, hormones, pathogens, bacteria, viruses, protozoa, and parasitic worms, as well as heavy metals like lead, cadmium, arsenic, or mercury. It often includes PCBs, PFAS, dio, dioxins rather, BPA's and dozens of other harmful substances ranging from flame retardants to hospital waste. What is hospital waste? According to the World Health Organization, it is defined as medical waste waste generated by healthcare care activities, such as a broad range of materials, from used needles and syringes to soiled dressings, body parts diagnostic samples blood chemicals pharmaceuticals medical devices and radioactive materials the Guardian says it used to be that treatment facilities burned, sludged or dumped it in the ocean but the federal government barred the practices because doing so violated clean air rules or created marine dead zones but now the EPA insists on spreading the same toxic substances on farmlands as safe The University of North Carolina study found 75% living near farms that spread biosolids experienced health issues like burning eyes, nausea, vomiting, boils and rashes, while others have contracted MRSA, a penicillin-resistant superbug in South Carolina sludge containing high levels of carcinogenic PCBs was spread on cropland and in Georgia sludge killed cows Biosolids are also thought to be partly responsible for toxic algae blooms in the Great Lakes and Florida. And biosolid treatment centers regularly pollute the air around them. According to Mike Adams of Natural News, the problem with biosludge is even worse than this in our new COVID era, Tests conducted at a wastewater treatment plant in Massachusetts have confirmed some people's worst nightmare that the Wuhan coronavirus persists in raw sewage. This bio sludge then contaminates the US food supply with coronavirus. The question is whether this same soil contains spike proteins that can pass to people eating food that contains spike proteins. Even if those viral particles are no longer active or capable of infecting humans, they may still carry genetic material that can be detected using an approach called PCR, that's polymerase chain reaction, which amplifies the genetic signal many orders of magnitude, creating billions of copies of the genome for each starting virus, according to Eric Alm. In in Newsweek, along with other researchers from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, Harvard University, and Brigham and, Brigham and Women's Hospital, all looked carefully at the samples and determined that some 2,300 people in the area had become infected with the virus, even though there were only 446 confirmed cases in the region. This is not ...regular poop my friends... Non-GMO project verified foods can be grown in bio sludge that contains used feminine hygiene products such as tampons, light industrial waste from hospitals and dental offices, birth control pills and other hazardous substances that are flushed into municipal sewer systems and something you probably don't know anything about Dissolved bodies of humans infected with COVID spike proteins. Yes. Dissolved bodies of humans. LifeSite News now reports that human remains liquefaction is legal and practiced in 21 U.S. states. These 21 states allow spreading loved ones' remains on fields across America as fertilizer. Alabama, California, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Illinois, Kansas, Maine, Maryland, Minnesota, Missouri, Nevada, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Oregon, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Washington, and Wyoming. The process of dissolving human bodies is called alkaline hydrolysis or aquamation or water cremation, bio cremation, hydro cremation and resomation. The procedure involves a pressurized vat that typically can hold around a hundred gallons of liquid. Deceased people placed in the chamber can be heated up to 302 degrees and bathed in lye, an industrial chemical agent used as a drain cleaner to induce rapid decomposition. This practice is marketed as a green alternative to traditional cremation and burials. This article titled, It's Not Easy Being Green, What is Aqua Cremation, talks about aqua cremation for pets and how the remains find their way into wastewater. The same wastewater that gets turned into biosludge. After the animal's flesh is liquefied, the bones are all that's left. The bones are dried out for 24 hours before being ground up and given to the pet's owner. Lots of water is used. That keeps the air clean, though, don't you know? And that water then goes down the drain, carrying with it the liquefied flesh of the animal. That wastewater is then handled... Some of it goes back into rivers, lakes and oceans. The rest of it becomes biosludge, and then becomes fertilizer. It isn't just pets that this is happening to. Human bodies are being treated this way. The funeral industry just thinks this is great, According to funeral director in the United States in 2018, Resumation was only legal in 14 states. In Canada, there was a growing number of providences that allowed it, but in the United Kingdom, legislation was on hold due to environmental fears. Good for the Brits. You can also go to U.S. Funerals online for more information. The Funeral Direct page also describes the benefits of this practice. The benefits? Well, let me now introduce you to a new term that's been around for a while, but one we don't hear often. Greenwashing. What is greenwashing? Well, Wikipedia defines it as a form of marketing spin in which green PR and green marketing are deceptively used to persuade the public that an organization's products, aims, and policies are environmentally friendly. Investopedia says greenwashing is the process of conveying a false impression or providing misleading information about how a company's products are more environmentally sound. Greenwashing is considered an unsubstantiated claim to deceive consumers into believing that a company's products are environmentally friendly. And Medium.com defines greenwashing as spending more time and money claiming to be green through advertising and marketing rather than actually implementing business practices that minimize environmental impact greenwashing is what the pet and human funeral industries is doing they claim to be environmentally friendly and green you know it's all about the green right and then purposefully and knowingly go about practices that they know will cause human illness and death and in a minute I will explain how it gets even worse from the prophetic viewpoint Here's another article explaining how wonderful and green is aqua cremation. It's titled, For People Worried About Carbon Footprint, Green Burial Options Provide an Alternative Resting Place. This article says, As carbon footprints go, a typical cemetery plants, a sizable one, First the bodies with gallons of embalming fluid in them, then the caskets crafted of mahogany and varnished hard wood and metal, often lowered into indestructible concrete vaults, and marble headstones meant to last an eternity, and the graveyards themselves which require watering and mowing and upkeep. Well, you know, embalming is an Egyptian method of burials. Our bodies are to go directly in the ground, but the unclean Egyptian funeral industry is like the pharmaceutical industry. You know, all they want to do is make money, and boy, do they! Cremation is a little gentler on the environment, says this article. The remains take up less space. Oh, yeah, molecules spread all over the field that you're growing your garden in. But that process, too, has an impact on the earth. Crematories use a massive amount of energy. It takes two to three hours at 1,800 degrees to cremate one body, emitting hundreds of pounds of carbon dioxide. Oh, in the process. And has anyone mentioned vaporized mercury from tooth fillings? Ooh, no. Introducing alkaline hydrolysis or hydrolysis system. It's a water and chemical solution that basically washes remains away, leaving bone ash similar to that of a regular cremation. You know, just like what I described with the pet cremations the aqua cremations a liquid that remains after a 16 to 20 hour washing process goes down the drain as wastewater which this article claims is safe and sterile all of this soft friendly talk is a lie this wastewater is not safe and sterile it is filled with everything I already listed above and then they spread grandma and grandpa on crops which then go into other humans making them sick then they poop or die and they along with all of their diseases get recycled Oh, yay! This is so friendly, environmentally friendly. No carbon dioxide footprint. Woohoo! Everybody gets to breathe, but you don't get to live. But hey, it's a new method being used to dispose of bodies with less fuss and muss. The UN's Chinese Canaanite unclean green frog movement is not about saving the environments, that's all smoke and mirrors. The green movement is about depopulation through every kind of way that useless eaters can be killed without them knowing what is happening. Everything that Yahweh says is disgusting and abominable is being practiced in the green movement. The green mark passports in Israel mark people as green in the Chinese Canaanite United Nations and Bill Gates Green Frog Beast System. Proponents of dissolving and spreading human bodies on America's soil claim that it is greener than traditional cremation with fewer carbon emissions. Really? The practice can use anywhere from 100 to 300 gallons of water and it can influence pH levels in the water supply. From aborted baby cells as vaccine ingredient to having America's population eating dead bodies spread on crops, the cannibalism may be second-hand, but it is still cannibalism and filthy cannibalism at that. Every American, including those who have left the country, are unclean on the inside from this corpse impurity. This has been going on since 2003 in Minnesota. That was the first state to adopt this practice. This is not science fiction, folks. This is Charlton Heston's Soylent Green's nightmare come to fruition. If I wasn't living through it, I wouldn't believe it. The Guardian article from 2019 warning us about this titled Biosolids Mix Human Waste with Toxic Chemicals Then Spread on Crops. By defiling Americans, America's soil and by extension poisoning to kill Americans, the United States government is thumbing its wicked Ephraimite nose at Yahweh the Creator. Do not think America will not be judged for this, and this is just one of many crimes America has committed against our Creator on behalf of Satan's grain defilement agenda, If you don't like the idea of turning mom and dad into wastewater and fertilizer, you could, though, turn to NOR, Natural Organic Reduction. It costs less, but the composted body still gets used on crops. Human composting, also known as Natural Organic Reduction, NOR, has emerged as an eco-friendly alternative to traditional methods of burial and cremation, which tend to be environmentally destructive and pricey. During the NOR process, a corpse's remains, not unlike your banana peels and coffee grounds, are broken down in a cylinder alongside organic materials like wood chips and straw, meaning that within months, your loved one can become soil for your garden. In May 2019, Washington became the first state to legalize NOR Satan's agendas are numerous. The practice of defiling Yahweh's own unsuspecting people, even those who eat organic foods, because you know there's no true organic foods anymore, into carriers of corpse impurities is designed to prevent Yeshua from ingathering us and or to kill us. And these alternative dead body handling methods are being brought forward to prevent people from seeing the death that is coming. Not only can the globalists kill people now without anyone being able to point the finger at them for genocide, but they can hide their genocidal crimes. Revelation 18.4 says, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people that you be not partakers of her sins that you receive not of her plagues look if you don't come out of that if you don't move out of Babylon you will receive her plagues because her plagues are in the soil you eat the food from the soil you get her plagues for her sins have reached into heaven and God has remembered her iniquities Americans wonder why they are sick all the time. The produce in America, I don't know about the other Ephraimite nations, but the produce in America is tasteless, nutritionless, and poisoned. This wilderness, the place where people keep saying they are called to come to and then they never arrive at, is not this way to my knowledge. And I say that because the produce tastes good, has good nutrition, and is not poisoned by COVID-vaccinated and diseased people's bodies, dead bodies. So the choice is yours. By the way, this is not just an American problem. There are other Countries that have now adopted the practice of aqua cremation. What are they? Well, of course, the United States, Canada, the United Kingdom now has adopted it. They, earlier they had a problem with it, but this article says in the United Kingdom they've adopted that. Australia, Mexico, and the Netherlands. These are all westernized Ephraimite and or Sephardic Jewish Uh, nations that have a lot of that population where people don't even know where they're from. Look, I can't wait to see how the most virulent round of inoculation deaths yet to come will be handled by India. Will they burn the bodies or will they aqua cremate them? Yahweh's earth is just, has just been defiled beyond Disgusting at this point. That's all for now. Please go to News, News, and Prophecy for more headlines about this week's prophetic news. That's it for this Beast Watch News update. This is Kimberly Rogers Brown signing off. Click over to BeastWatchNews.com for full, comprehensive coverage of all the headlines fulfilling end-of-day Bible prophecy.